Hello and welcome to At The Gong. We're at episode 11 of the series. This one was between Balliol College, Oxford and Southampton Uni. Um, and we had a bit of a thumping from Southampton in the end. Um, it was uh, an almighty uh, smash overall. Um, and I'm joined down the line as ever by the inimitable Rob Kingston. Rob, how are you doing? How do you recall this week's episode? Did you call me inevitable just then? Inimitable, uh, without uh, imi- unable to imitate was what I was going for. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, inevitable sort of <laughs> different sort of mood <laughs> in that word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How do I recall it? Foggily. Uh, I will. <laughs> Yeah. Full disclosure, I watched the episode four days ago. We're recording this slightly late because we're so terrible at kind of syncing our... Yeah, I uh, think it's just going to spur yeah. us into action. They're all the same. I will say that is sort of part of University Challenge. And what I was thinking of uh, on the train back today, heading into the recording, was thinking, you know, what's the theme of the week? And one of the great things I like about University Challenge, as opposed to other sports or contests out there, is you usually get a bit of a... Um, pre-game analysis you know who to look out for you know basically who's going to be good and who's going to be bad yeah um, but in university challenge it's completely fresh every time and we were given a good example of it this week um, I thought it was a real week for the understudies that's what I remember being so uh, the underdogs sorry I was so struck by it being for the underdogs because you go into this and you look at Balliol College Oxford against Southampton You'd assume Balliol would be the better side just because of reputation. Mm. But we don't actually know that for a fact because students get refreshed every year and yeah. year two suddenly become year three. The master's finished. They they maybe just go to a whole different university. And so there's such a churn of, of players that really to get cult status, you, you have one shot. It's one flash in the pan. And then suddenly they're there right in front of you. And as we love to do, we make an immediate judgment. Yeah. Uh, I've circled around Hewitt and Lachlan for Granny's favourite. Um, and then they get refreshed, they get forgotten, they get moved on. And, and yeah, it's as quick as four days and I've forgotten all of them. Yeah, the conveyor belt of University Challenge goes on. So it's the freshness of it that we enjoy there for. Yeah. I think that's a great pleasure of it. it. It's almost, we're still in the first round, so we're meeting new universities every week, which I think goes on for four more weeks or so but yeah. you get fresh people every time and I think there's great pleasure in, in that freshness there's something to tune into every week yeah I think you're right here's a question that mm-hmm. you've just prompted in my mind I that wonder if yeah I wonder if at any point in the history of the show mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. has competed in the televised rounds for one university as say an undergrad and they go and do a master's or a PhD elsewhere and compete for someone else yeah, is that is that permissible? Do I don't think you can. I don't think you can compete more than once for the same institution. Oh, really? I don't know if there's a rule about repeat appearances for different institutions. It'd be interesting. I mean, I can't recall that ever having been a thing. Um, but you know, it'd be nice yeah, to know no, that. I wonder if you would get shady looks in the audition room as well. Yeah, I um, think I think that there's something. I think even if they, even if it's not a written rule, that there's something that just seems sort of counter to the ethos of university challenge going on twice. There's a kind of greed to that that doesn't really yeah. sit well with 
with it's uh, not about the winning it's actually you, you're almost taking away someone's place yeah if you've already done it you've already had that experience and as exactly. i said you, you get a fresh churn of students every year and yeah. so you're sort of uh you're robbing the fresh churn of their their fair uh chance to to get on tv and go give it a go yeah um exactly I, i'm sort of with you there so the the answer to that to that question i just asked i hope is no i pray for it to be a no so um <laughs> which players stood out for you um well, who really who really surprised well, you say, like you say bailey will probably were the ones who off the bat looked like they might do better because I, I suppose you know the oxford thing is always gonna Mm. I remember being more bookish as well, sort of yeah, bookish faces. I, I, I was going to say uh, Faulkner, the yeah. the the guy on their right flank. I took one look at him and just thought, uh, Samson may as well just take an early bath. This guy looks a quizzer. This guy looks a quizzer. Um, <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he, I recall him basically being fairly mute. Uh, I think he, I think he had a, yeah. a, I think he had an incorrect interruption or two. Yeah, yeah, I remember that happening. I remember that happening, yeah. So, because, I mean, I've got here, I've got a sort of still of mm -hmm. both teams uh, f from the episode. Oh, good. Uh, and they're kind of, just, just, a, just a refresher. Falconer, yeah, uh, th this was taken, I think I got it off Twitter, and uh, this was taken at a moment where Falconer looks quite sort of bashful. I think he might have just given a, a wrong answer. He's a bit flushed. Uh, he, he doesn't look thrilled. Uh the uh yeah the bailey lot do not look super happy with their lot i mean this photo was taken obviously late on in the episode because the scores sit at 210 to 115 so i mean i guess the writing's on the i guess the writing's on the wall for them yeah um they've got quite a they've got quite an immense uh mascot normally i don't notice the mascots until i sort of remind myself that they're a thing that their mascot is kind of front row center and quite large i can't really tell what it is it's twice the height of their name uh, lights, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, which um, I, think, I think is too big. Well, there's a, there should be a size limit. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to encourage an enforced size limit because I don't, you know, I'm, that, that kind of tyranny, I think, has no place. Yes, but, well, um, we must have some liberties. But I, 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 but I think still it's a bit sort of gauche, and I think they should have uh, known not to do it just out of a kind of sense of decency. They must have felt wrong, you know, <laughs> as they're in the shop and all the teddies are there. Yeah. Uh, looking at small, medium or large. Well, it's I, like yeah. when, when waiters, I hate it in British restaurants when they have small, medium and large glasses of wine. I'd rather just have a glass of wine. Yeah. No one actually, surely no one goes for large. I don't know. I've ordered a large glass of wine before. You have? Yeah. And did you know at the time that this was a sort of uh, impractically large glass of wine? Um, I rem well, I said because I'm not a huge wine drinker. I said, yeah. yeah, can I have a glass of whatever? And he said, oh, small, medium, and large. And I said, well, how small, medium, and large are we talking? Because and he said he yeah, went through yeah. the measurements, and I think a small glass of wine is only 125 mils, which in my head seemed like a preposterously small amount of liquid to order. I just thought <laughs> that's a that's I a symbol. Yeah, the metric really throws you off. You yeah. have no idea. Uh, but actually, it turns out large glasses of wine, 250 mils, that's a, that's a fair old drop. Yeah, it's a great um, big uh, goblet. I mean, um, there's, only, there's only three of those to a bottle. Three goblets a bottle? Yeah. 
Much done. I'm looking through the teams again, Rob, and I'm really uh, fond of Hewitt. I wish he was he was better. He was such a winning and 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 nice person. I have yeah, to I got him that. down for Granny's favourite just straight off the bat. And I do remember yeah. that. Um, I think he's wrapped that up, yeah. Uh, but the, the team just seems so nice. There seemed to be right sort of jolliness. If I wound up at a student uh, party, preferably in their, you know, well, uh, in their listed dorms at Balliol College, and, and these four were in the kitchen, I think I would feel better than if the Southampton team were in the kitchen. But then... You know, yeah, they, they're a bit more kind of forthcoming, aren't they? Yeah, but as we've often touched on, nice guys finish last. And so <laughs> the, the cold gaze of, of Belcher is really what counted on the day. Because um, Belcher that... really turned it around. Yeah, you must recall that bit. He, he was yeah, such yeah, a yeah. star, but then, wow, so accomplished. He, I mean, he has the absolute daggers look in this still I'm looking at. I mean, he was all business, that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, he's so stern and he didn't seem to enjoy it, even as he went. Yeah. Speaking of Balliol and their kind of sunny disposition, Lachlan, mm. uh, their left mm. winger, she was very kind of bright and happy. And I thought that was nice because yeah. in, the, in the opening kind of salvos, when they're introducing themselves, mm-hmm. a lot of them do, I think, get so caught up in reading out the words that it just sounds very sort of, I don't know, artificial, the sort of non-human. They say, Hello, I'm Robert Kingston. I'm at UEA, and I'm studying history. And blah, blah, blah. and she yeah. actually sort of delivered it like a you know conversationally. And I was like, oh wow, this person is very friendly. And uh, oh, that, and you can't teach that that kind of class. No. Exactly. Yeah. Obama had it. Lachlan has it. It's star quality. Those who have it have it, <laughs> and those who don't don't. Um, yeah. Rob, did you know that there was a Daily Mail article written about every episode of <laughs> of University Challenge? Oh God! Are we so? Are we, are we second to the party here? <laughs> We're completely second to the party because <laughs> oh, I googled nice. it to try and remember what that. happened, and then and I do. I remember Belgium being really dominant. He's really what stands out in my mind. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, in a, it's, it's literally just a kind of review of the show. Yeah, and they've brought the um, tweets together. They've got the final score at the caption. And then they've got the same synopsis for uh, Paxman at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Wendy J. Pitt 61 wrote, Childish, I know, but I do like it when Oxford or Cambridge get beaten. Well done, Southampton. Which is that sort of uh, chuggy beige bit of, of Twitter. Which yeah. Seems to always make its way into, like, um, articles elsewhere. Yeah. It's in- yeah. It's interesting how tweets now sort of count as journalism. That is so well now less than ever. Surely it's been a hell of a week. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like honestly, I've I've read so many articles where literally the kind of meat of it is basically just tweets, and then the mm. text will be oh, and here's what so and so thought. The tweet that I drew, I that I took this photo from, mm-hmm. a guy called at Rich Stokesy said, mm-hmm. can we put the at University of Southampton challenge team straight into Southampton FC squad, please? At least this at least this front four know how to score. Ho, ho, ho. Wow. Yeah. That is good. I, th- I don't think he's come up with that tonight. It's just got it's got the feeling of being a bit stayed. Yeah, I think I think he was kind of hoping for Southampton to do quite well so he could then trot that one out. It's good to know that we have some competition uh, if, you know, if you can call it a competition, we're in a different medium, I suppose. Yeah. Does an online um, article tell you how many people have read it? 
Is there a way we can see how we're measuring up? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah, I think maybe the, the Daily Mail probably has slightly uh, higher reach than us just now. But yeah, print, yeah. print, media, print media is history, man. Podcast, sexy, new. We're on the gravy train. Too right, ten baby. Years, ten years' time, you'll be saying Daily Who. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll be saying at the gong. People will finish the, your sentences. I'll meet you at the gong. There'll be a, a pub in um, student towns called Gong. And so you, you'll say, we'll meet at the. Yeah. And people will go gong. That's totally going to do it. Hey, yeah. I um, remembered uh, a, a round I really enjoyed was uh, Italian recipes. Oh, bloody hell. That one really irritated me because oh, hey, it's sad. We disagree. Here we go. It's, it's sad. I mean, it, no, I, it was a good round, but I'm saying it irritated me personally because A, it's sadly brought into sharp relief the extent to which I've basically forgotten how to speak Italian. I did it at school and I was actually quite good at one point. But my yeah. God, I was like, because I, I, I'm out, completely out of practice. I mean, yeah. Bloody hell, nearly 10 years since I left school. Crikey. And yeah. um, it's Sunday night, man. You all feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I just I was kind of scanning through and I got one word in three and I just thought, bloody hell, I've, I've let this slip. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, it was frustrating in that sense. I mean, I mean I'm sure. Did, did, did you get them? I got two on uh, region. Yeah. Yeah. They well, the sort done. of what's the name? What is a sort of distinctive spaghetti recipe? Carbonara. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so you know, in a way, the Italian was actually a distraction. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess kind of gratifying. Th- th- those kinds of ones must have been pretty gratifying to get right. Yeah. Bloody hell! I think that's why I enjoyed the round so much is because I did actually yeah. get two of the three. It's quite nice getting two of a whole bonus round. Yeah. It must be like snooker when you get a bit of a break. I guess so, yeah. I imagine that's what both of those things feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll compare notes with Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rob, are you always rooting for the underdog? Um, I, you know, I don't... I, mm, I don't know. I, I, no. I think who I root for is entirely based on just kind of initial impressions of the people. Uh, yeah. I kind of make a, I make a decision in the first 45 seconds of an episode and think, this is my horse, I'm backing it. Um, I can't actually, you know, I I can't recall who I was rooting for. I think I was just a true neutral this time, enjoying some bloody good quitting. I mean, Southampton were a good side. Um, yeah, it was quite, a, and I remember very distinctly, um, two of them were great, but the whole team really contributed, which is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they all they all know a lot is is the team has to work, the team has to yeah. together. I mean, that guy Lyon, I think, was probably player of the match. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, I do remember him. He was, uh, he just looked so much like a kind of red brick uni kind of social sciences person. Like, I I can't remember what he did, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does like modern history. That's <laughs> a lot of like. Does a lot of Marxism stuff. He's got the kind of shaggy hair and, and beard. Like you can tell that this, this guy's read a lot, read a lot of dialectics, all that stuff, and that he would have you, you know, he's he's never happier than like a kind of stern discussion over a pint. But he he knew his stuff, man. He was a good quizzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, love he looks. He looks red brick. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds incredibly haughty and kind of snobbish. I. Uh, 
I I didn't mean it to come out like that. I I I am not even a, I'm sort of I'm a concrete man. I went to I went to a 1960s yes, university. Yes, no, me too. More to the point. Yeah. But it's just like the idea of someone dressing to match their architecture. <laughs> but no, I think I mean yeah, said a certain way, that could sound like an unbelievably snooty kind of put down by an Oxbridge, a drawling Oxbridge. Like, oh bloody hell, that's so red brick. Oh. <laughs> nice to see Sandstone doing well again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good haughty. Do you dress for your architecture now, Rob? What sort of building do you work in and do your clothes reflect it? Uh, Sadly, yes. I mean, I work in a big glass monstrosity in the middle of the city, and so I have to dress appropriately. You do. Mm. Your work clothes really do match that. No Eyes from Southampton is something I've written down here. And I think um, what I meant by that was there was nothing in the eyes. As Belcher charged from victory to victory, there was no satisfaction. There was no. Uh, yeah, it was kind of. It was just cold, calculated, ruthless quizzing. Yeah, which we had uh, the week before uh, with Jesus yeah. and Catherine's. The this humorlessness, and maybe that's you know, maybe that is how you get ahead. Maybe that is how you win university challenge. You can't enjoy it too much because yeah, it's all about the next question. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no heroes in university challenge. No. Just question. Uh, um, so are you, I'm happy to go with Lion as uh, player of the match, you know. And uh, um, yeah, Lion, I, I agree with that. Granny's favourite, also wrapped up by Hewitt. Um, I'd agree. Lachlan, uh, I did have down, but just going back over it. Well, why we could get a both, both of them. I think Granny should be. Yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, go on and yeah, share share the gong. Um, yeah. And what about you, you? Go sorry, you go. Oh, and then the the the, the third of our suite of awards, the tweet <laughs> generator. Yeah. Um, possibly Belcher. There was something quite sort of fearsome about him. I imagine he would have... Yeah. He would have got some tongues uh, ticking. Yeah. I think Belcher's absolutely right. I think Belcher's the one. And um, he's as close as it would get. It's not been a great tweet episode, though. I will say that. No, I don't I will so. say, Rob, I was thinking the other day about a new gong we could introduce of auntie's favorite where we've got aunties who live in italy and so i was wondering if we could have a sort of european um or who's who's the most um yeah who's the most continental looking player on the on the team okay Um, for if we get a sort of roll neck french yeah um so quoting type although looking at the spread this week, and the only one we have as an option is Steele from Poland, um, who, from memory, didn't even didn't have much of a Polish accent. So no. there's no continental wins this time. But you know, food for thought. Yeah, I mean, I thought, so Higgs Sharrock is that? I can't tell if it's just the photo or she got a roll neck there, a sort of half. She got a roll neck, yeah. She was really, really London. Yeah. Anyway. She in this particular photo I'm looking at, she has a kind of far away despondent look mm. consigned to defeat she doesn't look particularly happy to be there her head's gone she's like pakistan after eight overs yeah hey yeah. what a game we that feeling well those are all the prizes that was uh southampton uh crushing it we're getting towards the end of the first round at the gong is going along but more importantly university challenges i mean regrettably it's on tuesdays but We'll make the adjustment. Anything for a good quiz. And it's goodbye from Rob.
Goodbye. God, I mean, we we went on some tangents with that one, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. Uh, it's a pleasure of it. I hope you enjoyed it. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye.